If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Fresh off a big win last night. It felt big. felt big. may not amount to much, but it did accomplish something, and I documented that to start the show last hour. But I'm going to do it again right here. Got to do it again right here because the kids are fighting. They're fighting. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. There it is. Choo-choo! You may say, I don't know, Cameron, your heart wasn't into that one. Didn't feel like it was uh, full-throated. Efforts seem to be lacking. But they're not going dancing without a magical week in Brooklyn. So I can't quite get all the way there with you. I can just give you a little, hey, that a boy kind of choo-choo. That a boy. That's the way you step up. That's the way you step up and you get a win at home and you protect this court, damn it. You don't just stroll into the TLC double C and expect to walk away with a victory. Not when I put that reverse jinx on your ass and bet on you to do so like we did yesterday. That's the best money I've lost this year. Taking Notre Dame minus two. Felt good to lose that money. I was like, be free. Be free. Go ahead and leave me. But I got it all back because Miami beat Boston College, and I laid the four and said, nay, nay. I'm going to protect myself. You don't have to worry about the word expect when it comes to Notre Dame strolling into the TLC double C. ain't winning. They just don't walk in and walk out with a victory, period. They don't. They don't do that, Tom. They don't do that. You're right. Doesn't that just warm your heart? Yeah. I think it's the distraction factor of seeing a non-dump of a town, and they're like, oh, wait, there's I could be here instead? 
Were places like this? I ended up in South Bend in the middle of nowhere, freezing cold with this dump of a town, and now I have great regrets. And we're down seven. So you think this was happening? Mom, it was 80 when we got down there. It was gorgeous. Slight breeze, no humidity, blue skies as far as the eye could see. I heard these gentlemen on the radio airwaves that were dogging us talking about going to play golf next. Can you imagine me in South Bend, Indiana, going to play golf in March? Ain't going to happen. Why did we listen to Father Donnelly? Uh, so Florida State wins, and that is a glorious thing. Very, very proud of them. Very happy that they fought, continued to fight, and they knock off uh, Notre Dame. And in and, and a game that, um, you know, again, didn't start in a way, at least at halftime, it was not a game that I thought, oh, you know what, Florida State's going to be all right. 44-39 at the break. Notre Dame was kind of getting what they wanted, and I thought, well, if that continues into the second half, we'll lose the game. But they did what a lot of teams do. They fall into this trap. It, you got to remember it's college kids, and it does happen, but it's got to be infinitely frustrating for coaches. They were doing business in the paint. They added a distinct advantage in the paint against Florida State, yet they love to live and die by the three-point shot. And in the second half, they couldn't hit one. Quite literally couldn't hit one. And no matter how many good looks they got, that shot wouldn't fall, and they remained undeterred in the sense that they should have just continued to feed the post. They didn't. Uh, another thing for Florida State that you know I give the I give the kids a lot of credit for: sixteen assists against only nine turnovers uh, in that uh, in that second half. They were really really good there, and um, they out rebounded uh, Notre Dame in the second half too. They had a, they, they they did some things to correct some problems from the first half. Uh, to give themselves a chance to win. And and I praise John Butler to start the show. I'll do it again here for those that missed that. That's a young man. He's got a beautiful shot. When you watch him shoot the ball, you say that is repeatable. That will travel. That will continue to be uh, uh, an asset of his game that I think serves him well moving forward because he's he's not a guy you're going to block a shot. So when you've got that repeatable release, you've got good balance. He squares his shoulders. He's beautiful to watch shoot the basketball. Last night he was 4 of 5 from 3. 16 points, 8 boards, a steal, 4 block shots. That is uber production right there. It's not quite equal parts revenge for our failures up in the dump of a town in South Bend last mm, year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, coughing up the ACC regular season Damn title. Damn it, man. But it was a nice bit of revenge. It was, a, it was, a, it was more than an appetizer's worth yeah. of revenge served up last night because now Notre Dame is back squarely on the bubble. They're on the good side of it but they will have trepidation in their matchup with Pitt to close out their ACC regular season. That's always nice to see that long look on the players' faces like, oh, bleep, we are now on the bubble again. There you go. That's not where we're living this year, but it's nice to serve it back to Notre Dame just a little bit. And, hey, you never know. If they trip up on Saturday, then they're going to look back at this particular game and say this is where it went all, it all went wrong in Tallahassee. We just can't get a win down there. I did happen by their message boards, and it was a nice oh, place to did, be. Oh, you did, did you? I did. Oh, yeah. Did. Yeah, see? Yeah. Schadenfreude. There Absolutely. it is. It's a lot of fun yeah. to happen by one's message board. Inexcusable yeah. was a word that I saw a lot there. That is great. I love it. Did you happen by Virginia's message boards after they were sent packing on senior night to the NIT? I did. Oopsie. I made my way into the chat here at Virginia. I figured all the threads would say, well, we still have 95. <laughs> 
So today we uh, shot a video for Warchant TV, Warchant.com. It'll be up tomorrow at the latest, maybe tonight. Uh, it is a defensive back preview. Yesterday on the show we had Tony Tokars, quarterback coach, on the program. If you missed it, that video is up on Warchant.com. You can see it there. Uh, click on that, Warchant TV on YouTube, and you'll see me talking to Tony. And uh, i got to tell you, when I click on that video just to see, you know, how it looks on the screen and also to get our click count up, Tom, you know, i I, I got to do it. Uh, I do my part. I'm a company player. So I clicked on it, Tom. Breaking news. I have to tell you something. That shirt I was wearing is fantastic. And it really plays well on TV. The Tampa Bay shirt that I wore yesterday. Oh, it, yeah. It's just yeah. a beautiful shirt. Just want you to know that. Oh, between that and all the uppity uh, 80s tennis polos you're buying, I mean, you know what? Your wardrobe is, is taking... Uh Quite a turn. Uh, brand new Fila on the way. Oh, my God. Brand new Fila so on the way. you decided somewhere along the line, instead of being a sneakerhead, because you've confessed that you're, you're starting I'm to like starting, that again. Well, hold on. Hold you, on. Instead, you're going to become a tennis throwback shirt guy? Well, Oof. and tracksuit. I've got the Fila and Diodora and Sergio Tacchini tracksuits coming. Okay. Tennis tracksuits. McEnroe, V-Lander, Borg. Exactly. So these are your new toys. This is your 50-year-old foray into the past, huh? And I'm pulling the trigger on Diodora Borg Overland trainers that are sweet as hell. Those are shoes. Yeah. Yeah, trainers, yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. Where do you see these puppies? Okay. One more question, then. Mm -hmm. Next week, Wednesday, right? That's the 8-9 game is the noon game. It used to be the old uh, FSU-Clemson uh -huh. play-in slot. Yep. All right. Will you wear the velvet? You oh, have not. Yeah, I haven't broken it out this year. You want me to wear it? Well, you could wear it into the studio, and then depending upon how the game's going, you could decide whether or not it graces the Warchant TV viewing experience or not. I'll do it. I'll do it. I can't wait for my Sergio Tacchini McEnroe track top to get here. It will be here next week. It's coming from England. You got to wear the track, one of the, the whole training suits, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. For the tournament. Maybe for the golf tournament? You want me to wear my Fila track? <laughs> I think that would be amazing. My heritage eclipse. Usually, you wear something noisy yeah. or yeah, that yeah, stands yeah, yeah. out for the golf tournament. If you wore the tracksuit, that'd be amazing. I could. They make some Fila shorts. The problem is, I will not pull the trigger on those because, man, I don't know what was going on in the '80s, but dudes were in a hurry to show off their testicles. These shorts are out of control. I cannot find shorts that get anywhere near the knee. That's kind of making a comeback too. Uh, it's I mean, you disturbing saw disturbing trend. You saw Kofer last year, um, and then also on the golf course that that's also in vogue these days. <laughs> you know, the weekend hackers are now wearing the uh, the shorts that are way yeah. up there, especially when they're sitting in the cart. You're like, yo, man, I'm not sitting in the cart with you. You got No, <laughs> I, it bothers me. I'm disturbed. You can't even go back and watch '80s NBA because of that problem. Like you try to go back and watch like a Larry Bird highlight, highlight or a Dominique Wilkins highlight or something like yep. that. And you're it's like, all those oh, baseline angles. Like, oh no! Yeah, those baseline cameras. Like the guy who got stopped by Rodman. That's the wrong angle. James Worthy. I mean, it. Him and Magic Johnson. It's like they really didn't want to wear pants. An unfortunate name for this particular topic. <laughs> Just. It's it's troubling. Uh, okay, I don't know how I steer us clear there. I got to get us back on track. I will in a moment. Jeff Cambridge, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Jeff Cameron Show is sponsored by the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans. Great rates, cutting-edge technology, and transparent communication is the recipe for a five-star mortgage experience at fsuhomeloans.com. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. For those that are listening on the radio, you just heard from our friends Chad and Shannon, the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans, on board here on the Jeff Cameron Show. We're really happy to have them. And look, um, you know, we've got uh, great sponsors throughout the uh, show and throughout the week, and I'm really happy to have Chad and Shannon on board with us. Uh, if you want to personalized mortgage loan experience that uh, is built just for you. Uh, They do it. They do it, and your needs are met immediately. It's refreshingly simple. Of course, that's what you want. I mean, most of us don't know anything about home loans or how it gets done and and, and you wanting to get the best rates and all of that, but they do. That's what they do, and they're Knowles. They are diehard Knowles, and they love working with Knowles, and that's why they're on board with us. It's refreshingly simple, as I said, at HamiltonHomeLoans.com. That's HamiltonHomeLoans.com, but you can also go to FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. If you forget it or something like that, FSUHomeLoans.com will help you out. That's what you got. That's a good thing. Uh, didn't mention this earlier. Should. Short segment. Take an inventory. Here you go. Uh, Maddie McCormick, Tom, uh, is being added, it looks like, as Director of Recruiting Operations. She's an Arizona graduate, previously served as a coordinator of on-campus recruiting for the Arizona Wildcats. Now she gets to do some coordination and recruiting for a place that actually plays college football. How exciting for her. Warchant uh, obviously has this story if you want to read more. Um, I, I tease, I tease a little bit. but uh, So, you know, I don't know. I, I, it looks like we are definitely committed to adding staff members uh, to help this thing out. Is Let's like go. Five or six now? Yeah, yeah. Um, every day we uh, come in here, there seems to be another addition, something new to tell people about. i got to learn about exactly how that works and what they do. I mean, the name, the, the, the title for her job seems self-explanatory, but, you know, I'm kind of curious to see what they do. That's one thing I would think that the staff at Warchant, uh, not including us, is going to get a little bit more insight to tomorrow, tomorrow. because at 1 o'clock, so the way it works for us tomorrow is 11.30, Mike Norvell speaks to the assembled press for the uh, pre-spring press conference. That'll probably be streaming live, or you'll have the videos up right after on Warchant TV. And then from 12 to 1, we have the lunch itself that is served along with the assistant coaches, and that's where we grab them for individual interviews or group interviews, breakouts, whatever. At 1 o'clock is when the support staff meets with all of the assembled media. 
Well, that's when we're going to be booking it here. Calling ass. To the studio mm-hmm. to go live at 2 with our, our thoughts. Get as out to what the we way, there, so. everybody, when you see the QX80 rolling down Monroe. You can anticipate all those names that we've heard, and we've seen on Warchant.com reported uh, these additions to the FSU support staff. You'll get stories and nuggets of information about them tomorrow and in the coming days. Also, we already mentioned it earlier, but uh, speaking of support staff, we'll learn more about John Garrett, the director of scouting on offense. Guy has an extensive uh, coaching background, both in the NFL and in college football, and having been with our Tampa Bay Buccaneers at one point. That's cool. Well, I mean, this is, again, it's something that uh, Director Alford, Michael Alford, pushed for immediately. Upon being hired and getting the job, it was that football is going to get the lion's share of discretionary dollars, if we have such a thing in, in the athletic department right now, for extra hires so that we can... You know, close the gap between us and the halves. I know that Garrett is not allowed to do any on-field coaching, but I think he should. I think that he ought to be able to go down there and talk with our tight ends. We have 105 of them. One is marginally decent. The others either haven't been on the field or if they have, they're unnoticeable. Uh, At one time, Coach Garrett, now part of the staff, as I mentioned, uh, not only was a head coach in college football, but uh, has been a position coach in the NFL. One of those position coaches' uh, duties, one of those jobs, was tight ends coach. So for the Bucks and Cowboys, come on, man, we got to ratchet up the production there. Uh, it's a big position in the offense. You know, it's one of the position yeah. groups, uh, the only position group that we didn't do a preview for um, as a dedicated video <laughs> feature. <laughs> been a short one. Right, it would have been ninety seconds. Yeah, uh, Cam McDonald's back for another year. We'll see There's if anybody Cam. else pans out. There's Cam, and here's a list of all the other guys who are allegedly playing tight end. Remember, everybody, to like this uh, video yeah, and subscribe yeah, to yeah, Warchant yeah. TV for the latest, yada, yada. Yeah, it yeah. would have been tough. Um, but, listen, perhaps it happens. Um, you know, first of all, I, I, I only half kid when I say I know you're not allowed to do certain things. There are no rules here, man. What are we talking about? There are no rules, not in the world of college football. Every day you read something that suggests that there are no rules here. So. Sure. Well, I, there could be you know, instruction in maybe the meeting rooms, but there couldn't be on the practice fields because we get to go see every one of these practices. So they, they can't be that bold. Why not? Are you going to write about it? Are you going to talk about it? Uh, no, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to be put in that position where you know some of our colleagues who are less seasoned and have done things like that before, like, hey, guess what? We have a trick punt in which Carlos Williams gets the ball on a sweep. <laughs> A month before the national championship game. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Don't do that. Well, I would just tell you that uh, I would press the issue in our efforts to get better. All jokes aside, if you're Mike Norvell, we keep talking about spring football for a reason. A, we love football. We're desperate to see Florida State be good again, et cetera. We all get that. This is a vital year, as in he has to save his job. I'm not saying he will be fired this year if he doesn't have a good season. I'm saying that it would be a foregone conclusion that he will not be the guy moving forward two and three years from now if they do not have a good season this year. And it sounds harsh, and people are like, what are you talking about? No, look, man, you've got to have a good season. You will lose everybody. We've exhausted patience. I get it. I've talked about how far the road down the road we were going to have to go to get some semblance of high-level football around here. I mean, we talked about the, the shambles this program was in when they made the decision to fire Willie Taggart and how that would set you back even further. I wasn't against firing him, 
But I did acknowledge that if you did, you'd be set back even further. So you were going to be willing to take a big step back yet again in order to take a step forward, and you wanted to get on with that process. Okay, fine. But that guaranteed you were going to struggle to see something close to a 9 or 10 win season in the near future, and that has been the case. This has been a major rebuild, and it still is. But I don't think there's much left in the way of patience. I don't think people have it anymore. I think if this team goes out and goes 6-6 six and six or 7-5, and five, Tom, that, yeah, he'll be back because they can't afford to fire him, but he'd be a dead man walking. It depends on the 7-5. and five. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's irrelevant. If you go seven, So it's eight wins or bust. You're saying period. If you lose five games, you're going to have a bad loss. Another bad loss. Yeah. You just are. I don't I I'm this might be I may be off. I'm trying to put my finger on the pulse, is all I'm saying. I'm not telling you what I would do. And I'm not even talking about what's fair or not fair. Because it's a very nuanced discussion. It's not black and white. But I I do think the fan base is like, okay. We have waited. We have trusted. We understand you were up against it with some terrible circumstances. Some of them you could have never controlled. But you did lose to Jacksonville State. That did happen. You were 0-4 last year with people just having career days against your secondary. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there have been enough bad in there that you can't excuse away either. Yeah, correct. I, it's hard because of all of the new factors in college football. If this was 10 years ago then it's a much easier discussion oh, to have sure, about sure. success and failure. Yeah, but yeah. in the now, oh, it's I wonder very if it's complicated, Tom. Because it it's less expensive to double down on him and then get a better staff and say, listen, we're going to gut the, the yeah. coordinator roles here and we're going to bring in guys because we're going to go public and say that we are doubling down on you. We'll extend your contract and then we're going to we're going to spare no expense for assistant coaches. Wouldn't matter because you will have lost your window an opportunity to bring in elite-level players. I, when, when recruits see you firing staff members, they're not going to be like, oh, that's where I want to go. They're going to say this is, they're on their last chance. This is it. Why, why do you think – I'm just throwing this out there. Why do you think it was that he couldn't replace certain coaches on this staff like he wanted to this offseason? Yeah, correct. No, that, that's true. Okay. This almost sounds like a solving the future question. I don't well, know. we, we want to do that right now. We can. We can solve for the future with my friends at ISF. And let's get right into it, and then I'll talk about ISF on the way out because I, I love them and they're partners and they're great, and I want you to know what they do. But seriously, what they yeah. couldn't make the changes they wanted to make, I think, in part because people didn't want to hitch their wagon to what is perceived to be a program um, in which Mike Norvell may be a short-timer. Yeah, uh, agreed. Agreed. I, I think that's absolutely why you weren't able to replace a couple of position coaches. But yeah. my question is, do we have to rethink the way that college football sequencing goes with coaches on the hot seat? And, and what is the final step? Because it used to be, not like last year, two years ago, that if a guy was on his last legs, it's you fire the coordinators and you keep him. Right, but that was usually the indicator that time was up. Right, I mean, but he sometimes it would work. Occasionally. Occasionally it would, but what I'm saying is maybe that's not even the approach now. Maybe the approach is you make one final appeal to your boosters, that money that would have been spent on buyouts is now spent on NIL deals. I just wonder, where does the money go? How do you repair something faster nowadays? Is it a coaching staff overhaul? or Because you would go get bag men back in the day. If it doesn't yeah, work, right, you go yeah, get yeah. a bag. 
What does a bag man mean anymore? Well, no, no, you got to. You have, have Apex. Your, yeah, you, you have just, Rising Spear. You, you have. have your, you got to make sure that's working, and you got to go out and get your NIL situated, and you got to make sure you bring it. Yes, you're not gonna. When we talk about infrastructure, we're not talking about buildings anymore. So, other than the one they still have to build, right, right. Uh, that's it. But we're talking about using that money for players. That's what we now know, right? And so you're wondering. I'm talking about, so how much does, because I believe players matter more than X's and O's, and I think you agree with that. Oh, yeah, it's 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 the Jimmy's and Joe's, not the X's and O's. So Gene Chizik won a title. Well, right, a lot I mean, of dumb coaches have won because they had a, a preternaturally great player that changed the game. Sure. Okay, so. See it, Cam Newton. It's it's like taking summer economics back in high school, and, and you do the projects with, all right, you're starting a business. Where mm-hmm. do you put all of your resources? Right, right, that's a fun, I like that. So, okay, would you rather spend 10 mil on a buyout or whatever it is, or would you want to take that 10 million because you're so pissed off and funnel that into an NIL program and go yeah. get you four players who could make a huge difference on a week in and well, week out basis? Now you're asking what I want to do, and as opposed to me projecting what I think the fan base's mood is or what I think is going to happen two and three years from now if he doesn't have a good season this year. I think Mike Norvell is a good coach. I have said that repeatedly. I believe Mike Norvell is a good football coach. I think that it may not work out for him here. I hope I'm wrong, and I believe this year is going to go a long way in being a deciding factor. So all I'm all I'm really getting at here is, and I'm not trying to be flip-floppy or wishy-washy, I'm just pointing out this is a damn critical year. And it's a critical year not because after it's over he's gone. It's a critical year because if it's not a good year, he might as well be gone is what I'm getting at. It's it's like you're just playing out the string from that point forward, which is hell on earth. You're in purgatory at that point because you know that eventually when the money's right, when it makes enough economic sense and you can stomach it, you're going to pull the trigger because now you will be at a place where you cannot convince elite recruits to come here. You have another middling season. They ain't coming. Now, you're going to say, well, pay them. Pay them to come. Well, everybody else is paying them to come too. Yeah, And so their choices are, all right, I'm going to go and take that Florida State money, and it's a lot because they're desperate to win. But, you know, then again, the kind of players that make the difference are also going to have those same offers from Georgia and Clemson and Florida and, and Alabama, and we're not going to win because then they're going to say, okay, one of these things is not like the other. The money's all good, but these guys just steady lose five and six games a year, so I'm not going there. Agreed. Yeah, if it's a fifty-fifty, and we yeah. know we know of without getting into specific dollars and cents details, some of the offers that might have been out there this this last recruiting cycle, right? And how we were bettered, and yet we still out recruited maybe a, a university or two that that might have come with more cash. Yeah, well, and so we might be that that team or that program that offers more, but they say, yeah, I don't know, man, a couple hundred grand, big, a big difference. I'd rather go play for a program that's going to win. But I, I just I wonder if we need to rethink the model of hiring and firing in the era of the NIL, because I don't think it's as simple as you need a new coach. You need a new coach to get in there. Deion Sanders hopes you're correct. Uh, what, I, what I would tell you, and yes, I think there's validity to this. I agree. Um, I hope we don't end up at a place where we have to get rid of Mike. I don't want that to happen, and I think he's a good football coach, so I can't reiterate that enough. I want that to be clear, but I also know that sometimes good football coaches have to go win elsewhere. It happens all the time. Agreed. Okay, so I just saw The uh, the Godfather the other night, right? And there's a line that says, I'm a businessman, Tom. Blood is a big expense, right? Well, firing is a huge expense. It's a huge expense. So the question is... Resetting, starting over is a huge expense. And somehow you can cajole boosters to cough up four, eight, twelve million dollars 
over the course of three years out of nowhere, money they never would have donated or, or put into right, the program right, yeah, well, they because they're win, so yeah. pissed off. So how do you convince those boosters to say, you know what, save your money on the back end here because if it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go, you're going to give me the $3 million anyway. Why don't you give it to me now and we put it into the NIL That's, it's program? It's hard to do. People, That's a tough conversation to it's have It's a little right bit now. like we're having the conversation yesterday about the players' union and management. Like, they all knew invariably we were going to end up in this place. And yet 46 days ago when they locked them out, nobody thought to get to the table and avoid this problem until they felt a pinch. And I think that's what happens with donors. I think that boosters, yeah, yeah. in theory, that sounds great, Tom. You need a little bit more money from me up front right now, and uh, we'll get to the winning this way. We're going to go at it differently. They don't do it. They don't do it. They get mad on a Saturday after a loss to Jacksonville State, and they go, you know what? I'm done with this son of a bitch. I am done with this. I am being made a fool of. My university is an embarrassment. And then they write that check. Right. Partly fueled by alcohol and anger. Yeah, well, they stroke yeah. that check, buddy. Yeah. And that's how it happens, as opposed to a sunny Wednesday on the golf course where you're hanging out and going, you know, John, I'm so happy as a fellow FSU alum that your business has been prosperous. I could use $100,000 because there's a safety we'd really like to bring in, and we're a little short. And if we bring them in, the wins you so desperately want to see on Saturdays will happen sooner. Don't wait for us to fail. So that you can get angry and then write this check, do it now. But it doesn't happen. It might, though. I think at this point in our university's history with the athletic structure, you finally have a couple of people who are versed in those types of asks. We certainly didn't six months ago. Yeah. But if you're talking about Michael Alford, who has been in rooms with huge piles of chips, so to speak, poker chips in the middle of the table, and trying to get as many as he possibly can mm -hmm. for the Cowboys or Oklahoma or wherever. Alabama. He, he, Alabama. He's not afraid of the the commas. Not only the periods, but the commas in the, those deals. Same thing with Peter Collins, the chairman of the Board of Trustees. Yeah, right, right, right. That dude has recruited money for a hedge fund. He's recruited money, capital investments from people who he had to convince that this is the next wave well, let's for go. real estate let's, or whatever. Let's get on it, Peter. You're in a position for getting money from people that don't want to give you the money. But that's where we need to be, and that was his pitch when we did the video a month ago, well, which was spend the money out of faith and belief yeah. rather than out of panic and disappointment. If this were a bellying up, which we've got to get back to doing, and we were free to have this conversation for the next four hours and not take breaks or anything else, one of the things I would ask you, and we would get into the existential crisis and all of that because we would go, we'd say, to, to what end? I would ask you, to what end? And now we don't want to go down that road because it's alarming and, and it's, it's difficult and it will leave you, much like a, a lot of philosophical questions, wanting more. You will have to ask another one, followed by another one. Well, and you know what, sir? This is all a big nothing anyway. <laughs> you can't take that money with you, yeah, so yeah. give a little bit to us. We'll give like you a plaque. It. Steer it. I like it. Yeah. You get a statue. You'll be dead. You won't know it exists, but it will. For about 50 years, then it'll get knocked down. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you have an ego, and you want to see yourself on a statue, so by all means, donate now so you can see it before you kick off. Eat Arby's. Uh, thank you, Eric. I appreciate you. So does Tom. He never says it, but I really do appreciate it. Oh, that's right. Never. You. Yeah, never, uh, ever. Eric, One of the pillars himself. Eric writes, hell with this show. Laugh out loud. It's Thirsty Thursday. Drinks on me, Jeff and Tom. Woo! That was solving for the future for my friends at ISF, and it was a lively one. Uh, ISF's people, they're the best. 
process and technology framework, ISF has outlined recommendations to serve an immediate need and long-term vision for people like, well, here you go, DEO. They have uh, a Connect system. They have always prioritized helping Floridians in their time of need. And with the help of ISF, uh, this works infrastructure. Uh, they are able to, you know, deal with a surge in usage and organizations need to scale up quickly when that happens to meet a demand. It's difficult when everything is uh, hardwired, so you have to do more things in the cloud and all of that. ISF makes it possible. They modernize system components. Older technology does not always talk well with newer technology, and don't I know that? You know, I could call ISF when that happens, but I call Tom. And you know what Tom does? He says, turn your computer off and turn it back on. It's amazing. ISF's a little bit more complicated than that. And yet, that simple solution works, what do you think? A lot of times. Nine out of ten? And this will make old systems slower and harder to update when you're not having talking technology. ISF helps up with that, improves to data storage, and uh, never overlooks security as well. So with ISF's recommendations, DEO is prepared to face the future. You can do the same. Go check them out, ISF.com. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Very, very excited. We're getting closer and closer. It's about to be totally sold out. If you do want to participate in the Jeff Cameron Show slash War War Chant, uh, War Tant, what? Uh, Jeff Cameron Show War Chant Invitational was what I was trying to say. It's a charity golf tournament. We're really excited about it. It benefits the second harvest of the Big Ben. Yeah! Engage, feed, educate. It's my friends at Second Harvest. Uh, The event is Friday, April the 15th, 8.30 a.m., Capital City Country Club hosting the event. Gracious hosts at that. I love it. And um, I'm really excited to participate uh, and do this. We decided to uh, get back in the game. We did it for 13 consecutive years, 14 consecutive years, something like that. Took some time off. You know, I was moving about. The Jeff Cameron Show was moving about. And so uh, now that we're settled in in a great home with great people here at 93.3 and at Warchan, of course, uh, we thought it's time. Let's get back. Uh, let's get back uh, in, on the saddle, if you will, or in the saddle. I think is the phrase there. Um, and uh, we want you to be part of it. If, if you want to be part of it, a team of four uh, is what you, what we're taking right now. So, uh, Tom, where do they need to go? There it is. Eventcreate.com/e/jcsgolf. Now you might say, Jeff, was that e necessary? It was. It was. That's, it actually that, was. It's, it's, yeah. It is yeah. necessary. I asked the same question in the meeting. It's the kind of hard-hitting questions I ask when we have these meetings. Can we get rid of the E? That was my two cents as we talked about the golf tournament. They said no, and I stopped talking and left the room. Eventcreate.com slash E slash JCS Golf. Go sign up your team of four immediately. If you do not, you will not get in. There are three slots Obviously. left. Three slots left for teams of four. It has gone quickly. Uh, I'm sure that we're going to sell out. I mean, tomorrow's a week since the announcement, so that's really fast. We've got excellent events that are going to take place within that day. Free beer, seltzer products for all 21-plus players. Try Eagle, baby. Way to help out. That's right. We're going to have a uh, golf ball launcher cannon. Which is pretty cool. It's it's an AR fifteen golf is. ball launcher cannon, and it kicks 
ass. And I've shot one of these things with Tom, and yep. they're awesome. And so, you, you know, you get it there on the tee box, and you're like, I'm going to shoot this golf ball at the hole. And then you do. And it makes the same loud sound that gun enthusiasts love. And you get a chance to shoot those golf balls. And it really is cool. It and builds up the, uh, you know, there's like a, a tension because you hear it when you first start oh, playing. Like, oh, my God, or, what is that? They're killing people. And then as, as you're getting to, I think we're probably going to use it on 18, the par 5, straight up the hill. But uh, as you get to 15, 16, and it gets louder and louder, like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to try this. Then you get to the tee box, you go, oh, yes. I have to do I this. I definitely have to do I this. I have to do this. So that's I will part be with my money to do this, is what you'll say. And that's what we're going to ask you to do, yeah. all for the second harvest. I believe my buddy Eddie from Gordo's will uh, have a team, of course, but also helping out with the sponsorship will be uh, there on number 18, if, if that's indeed what we do. And also, uh, at the turn... I don't know if he'll be there, but... When you complete the turn, it's going to be beat Corey and putting. Beat Corey Clark and putting. Should be an easy task, guys. Actually, I think it might be a little difficult. He's a decent putter. He is. Especially. Doesn't do a damn thing else well on the golf course, but he can putt it a little bit. And that's where we're going to put him, right there on the veranda at Capital City Country Club. All and it's right, going to be, It's going to be the same putt. And so all he needs to do is once or twice, and he knows it, and he can put it within a one-foot circle every time. So you better bring it. Really? And make, you better make the putt. Yes. I'm going to start taking putting lessons from Corey. That yes. said, that said, uh, yesterday on number nine, Capital City Country Club, my man across the glass right here. T. Lizzie eagled number nine yesterday. Eagled number nine. I birdied it, just like Tom to one-up me. I birdied number nine, drained a right-to-left, center of the cup, perfect speed. I was very proud of myself for birdieing number nine. I said, oh, there's a birdie for that ass. Tom said, oh, hold on. And I thought he was attempting a birdie putt, too. And I thought, really cool, Tom and I own this hole. We're about to walk away, birdie, birdie. But instead, when he sunk it, it occurred to me, and I asked him, and he confirmed, that's an eagle. Well yeah. done, sir. And I got a, a, a hearty slap on the butt cheek. I gave you, well, it was a left-handed <laughs> slap on the butt cheek. I didn't give you the full right hand, but I was proud of you. I think the guy in the pharaoh was like, oh, what's going on up there? Yeah. But, yes, it, uh, that was cool. I don't have that many of those in my life, and it was an eight-footer. So it's a good second shot, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a great shot and a great putt, and it was an eagle. And you can have a lot of great shots. At the Jeff Cameron Show. Golf Variety and otherwise. AR-15 golf ball launchers, shots of whatever you like. Yeah, it'll be a great day. (laughs) Um, Hey, so something to note here. Um, I... I guess I guess what I'm saying it, it, we're going to have a blast and we're going to you're going to have a blast if you if you enter into this tournament. But uh coming up I think next week Tom we'll have a list of a lot of people that are helping us with this and I want to make sure I give proper thanks to everybody but uh if if you wanted to sponsor a hole there's still time for people out there. Absolutely. There's still yep. time to do that. So a couple people had inquired with me via email and so I, I figured well I'll just address it on the show. Don't normally do that. Don't normally whore myself out like that, Tom, but I am here today. Well, I mean, I don't think that's the case if there's a 501c3 involved. That's, you know, it's, yeah, it's not quite that at all. That is correct. It's Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 
The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV, wrapping it up. Show flew by today. We were busy. Thursdays do that, man. You know that? And Thursdays in which there's a really good golf tournament on, beautiful weather, and conference basketball tournaments scream, gamble away all your money. (laughs) I made myself laugh. You know, what's interesting is uh, I was telling Matthew this whole day, this is the first time since we've gone to a two-hour format where I feel like this is a longer show. Oh, not me, not me. I thought it's flown by. We had such engaging conversation about the state of the program and Mike Norvell's job. It's not for a lack of it, the engaging conversations. I think this might be the first day. I usually have about five of them a calendar year where I need a cup of coffee. I need some coffee today. Oh, uh, stay up a little late? No. I don't know. What's wrong? It might be the pollen. Uh, your cohort in there, Matthew, who's the director of the program, is a sneezing Jesse these days, so maybe the pollen is high. A lot of sneezing. It's unacceptable. Uh, I would know. I really am. I hold grudges about sneezes. My dad gets mad at me. You do. You do. I do. I do. I'm the worst. I judge people who sneeze when it happens instantaneously. And if I love them, like I love Matthew, then I have to quickly tell my brain, no, don't do that. He's a good person. It's not his fault he was sneezing. He needs to get it together. Yeah. <laughs> on the second one, you're like, <laughs> the second one, you're like, you getting sick in there? Yeah. No, What's I'll, going on? You got, you got I'll, something? Well, I'll, you got a cold? I'll, I'll straight up say get it together. You getting the flu? My wife gets mad. She'll sneeze. Like, we're driving down the road. She'll sneeze in the car. I'm like, get it together over there already. She's like, what? Are, I, what are, <laughs> I'm like, well, Jesus, man. We're in a car. There's nowhere for me to go. Roll down your window. Have some respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I do. And if you're, like, in Publix or something, that's a uh, free mention number 10,000 for Publix. But when you're in Publix or One something. One day. One day. 22 squared. Give us a call. Yeah, let's go. Uh, but one, you know, if you're in Publix and you're like going down the fruit aisle or whatever, you're like, uh, okay, got to get a little salad here, some carrots, maybe some broccoli, going to get me some strawberries. And then a woman sneezes, or a man. Oh, the, really produce? Yeah, no. the produce? Yeah, the produce. Yeah, you no, see No, 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 no. I'm like, no. what are we doing over here? You need to sprint out of the produce. Get the hell up out of here with that nonsense. Go over at least by where the OJs are. Sneeze you know? on some cereal boxes. Nobody right. cares. Oh, no. And that- they're sealed. That's a big no-no. Produce sneezes? Yeah, no. no, sir. Not allowed. No produce coughs or sneezes. You feel that coming on, you get over there by the toothpaste. Worst case, go into the scale. The body wash. Just put your nose in the scale and just sneeze right into it. <laughs> North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Went uh, one and one yesterday on the show. Uh, took Notre Dame, laid the two. It worked out perfect. But then to offset that loss, and just in case, I took Miami and gave the four to Boston College. That turned out to be a winner. So we were neutral yesterday, Tommy. We were two and one. I hurriedly uh, picked the right. Rangers over the Blues, and, and that was a good it. pick. That was a good pick. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Valparaiso 
Oh. Minus five and a half against Evansville. Get you some, Evansville. Bryce Drew. Yeah, get you some. Uh, and I also like Illinois State minus a point and a half against Indiana State at the time that I got it. It's conference tournament time, baby. Let's Whoa. go. Well, okay. So you jumped on that Illinois State-Indiana State number. I did. I did. Point and a half. I like them to win straight up. Illinois State, the Cardinals? Uh, I feel like they might be. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. So in hockey tonight, Washington, have you seen, as just careening into the side of a mountain the Capitals are. Mm. This has been long thought to be a fixed field of eight teams in the Eastern Conference playoff picture for two months, and that's relatively early in the hockey season to say it's over, you're not making the playoffs. Washington is in danger of getting caught by Columbus, and I don't see any uh, help on the way. Carolina is only, the Hurricanes are only a minus 125 to straight up win proposition. I will take that proposition. Okay. Take the Hurricanes tonight to beat the Washington Capitals. You got any thoughts on uh, Man City and Man U? No, is that today? Yeah. I was almost a Man City fan. That's the best I can offer. Yeah. Kansas giving 10.5 to TCU's a thought. Flames on the puck line against the Canadians. Flames on the puck line against the Canadians. What's the, uh, what's Minus the number? Minus 1.5. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's the puck line. That, yeah. It's standard. But uh, sometimes that could be an expensive proposition. Minus 155. That's cheap. That's why I did it. That is cheap. Mm-hmm. I like it. See you. You see me working there? Maybe, maybe I'm going to look at uh, Cal and Arizona State over 126. Maybe. Okay. Might do it. Now, what would the number be for Florida State and NC State that would induce action for you for the Knolls? I'm just going to pick them on the money line because I bet you, well, now we'll be favored. You're right. Yeah, we might be a point or two. Mm-hmm. Especially That's if the, the news on, if, on the money line. I'll bet you know because those don't get released till what tomorrow night. Yeah, you won't know until yeah. It may, if the news it, on Matthew Cleveland is he's coming back, I could see how that moves the line one or two it points. Well, you wouldn't be able to get anything. That's right the now, crazy either. thing about last night. I mean, he's out. And you're like, oh my god. Yeah, how really? are we win? Right. You get polite back, and then Matthew Cleveland is really coming into his own. Now he's not available, and you still win that ball game. That's crazy. They've had a bunch of crazy wins, and what it did for us is uh, again ensure that those kids are playing really hard for Coach Ham and his staff still. And we had reason to wonder because of the Boston College game in particular. So that's and the good. North Carolina game, right? Right. So that's good to know. Uh, young players getting lots of minutes. I mean, and, and and having big moments, having success. I mean, again, Cameron Fletcher having some success. John Butler having some success is a big deal. Um, you know, that's. For the future, these young guys, we got asked earlier in the show if Mills will come back uh, for the tournament or does he play this weekend? And, you know, I'm so conflicted. Uh, the vast majority of our fan base thinks it's pivotal that he come back. And it's because they saw him basically win the Miami game by himself down there and have moments where he lights it up here and scores 28 or whatever it might be, right? He is capable of that. He's also capable of going three for 17. And uh, not sharing the basketball, and either way it kills contact. the yeah. Either way it kills the flow of the offense, even if he is scoring. Right, and I just, you know, I don't know him personally, and so it's hard for me to make this assessment. But I will tell you from a distance, I would be inclined if he were not on our team, but another team, Tom, and you and I were just talking in the Vista. Yeah, you know, Louisville basketball, right. I would turn to you and say, you know, that kid might be a little soft. Seems like he may be a little soft, doesn't like contact. Don't know if it's true or not, just looks that way from here. 
that'd be the kind of thing I'd say to you, perhaps, if we were watching a kid that was on another team that had a similar style game. With a sharper image catalog. <laughs> that is how well we know each other. I just kind of used the shaping of the, the uh, written word, the dialogue there, and you knew that's where I was going. But that's the thing. You've got to stare out as you. Yeah, you've got to stare off in the distance. It's the kind of thing that you know the government might do. And such. <laughs> Heartache. Heartache, Jeff. That's what yeah, he finds in the paint. that's right. Heartache. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't like contact. That's the kind of thing that they could do to you. That happened the other night. I was flipping around, and it was on again. They got me again. It's a good movie. I can't stop watching it. Every time I flip through, I'm like, here's... And it, and his part was up. I almost took the picture, but it was late. <laughs> I could have sent it to you. Be like, yeah, well, uh, yeah. that's the beautiful thing about the, the uh, Do Not Disturb notifications now. Yeah. So you could just send that in the next... You know, I'll see you in the morning, because I've got that auto at uh, 10 p.m. That's the, Sometimes I put it on earlier, but Shut it's it a, down. 10 p.m. It shows up on my messages that you are shutting it down. Yeah, notifications yeah. are off. Yeah. It's like away messages back in the day for uh, people my age, AOL Instant Messenger. You so I should do message. that on my phone. I'm, when I'm done yeah, here, I'm yeah. going to be like, here you go, Tommy, set this up on my phone because I'll screw it up. And I won't you just get, set up your bedtime, I'll whatever you want to I'll never get any be. messages the rest of my life. Well, why doesn't anybody message me anymore? You turned off all messages, dumbass. <laughs> Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Thanks to all of you, as always. Be well. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Alibations Friday. Woohoo!